The City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everyone, this is Russell Cox, editor of the Municipal Association of South Carolina's Uptown Publication, and I am here with two people from the association's local revenue services team. We have with us Katie, Caitlin Cothran. I almost called you Katie. Yeah, you sound like Scott. <laughs> Caitlin Cothran, the manager for local revenue services. How are you, Katie? <laughs> I'm good, Russell. Thanks. I am glad. And we are also um, have returning to the podcast as well, Kaylee Summerton, revenue analyst. Hello. Thank you for having me again. Yes. So for those frequent listeners, sorry to disappoint that Scott Slatton and Casey Fields are not here to fill you in on all their happenings. I'm sure uh, Drew's baseball team's doing great, though. I thought their season ended. We're going to have to... (laughs) I don't know. I need to talk to Casey. Yeah, I'm not sure either. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there there are many other things to update our listeners on. And the one I have pulled you all in here for is an update on the local business license renewal center, the LBLRC, or, you know, I want to call it Lablerk. I wanted to call it that at one point, uh, Lablerk, but surprisingly it did not catch on and i believe what we have landed on is for those who are pressed for time we simply call it the renewal center i would like to point out that portal is much quicker but russell vetoed that idea so there's that i don't have that kind of power (laughs) i really tried to encourage anita lancaster on my staff to come in here and do like a soundboard so that when you called it lab lurk she could say but (laughs) alas no anita if we're not allowed to call our department LURS, you cannot call it lab work. So I think that's a good trade-off. You know, I, c- I can accept that. I've, yeah. I've said that many times that the local revenue services is LRS for short to not LURS. And, uh, I and- prefer LURS. <laughs> As do I. <laughs> so. I realized that I said Anita's last name wrong. It's actually Lancaster, not Lancaster, like the city. So I feel the need to correct that because if she listens to this, she's going to call me out on it. (laughs) She will too. The LBLRC, the Local Business License Renewal Center. For those who are not familiar, what is the Renewal Center? So I I would say that Act 176 kind of codified this online portal, which is what it's called, Russell, in the law, (laughs) online portal. So I can say it in that context, right? Yes. But even prior to that, the association decided to put money towards this project to help cities have one location where businesses could renew online to simplify the process, to make it easier and more efficient for everyone all around. And then when Act 176 was passed in September of 2020, the online portal or was set in law as something that was mandated. Mm -hmm. Now we have designed it and developed it and all of that ourselves in house and paid for all of that. And the product that that we created is named the local business license renewal center. Yes. Hosted by um, South Carolina revenue and fiscal affairs. That's right. So state law says that there's a couple of things surrounding whomever had the online portal Um, the cities got everything that was due to them and it had to be available to businesses to use by every city. So Mm -hmm. we're working on that. 
It also states in, that the South Carolina Revenue and Fiscal Affairs Office hosts and manages this mm-hmm. online system. So even though it's software, a software program that the association developed, it resides at the Office of South Carolina Revenue and Fiscal Affairs. Mm-hmm. It sits on their servers over there, and they do all the upkeep as far as, um, you know, security testing and things like that. So the the law mandates that um, according to the availability of the renewal center that uh, cities and towns must use or any any of the municipalities or counties with business licenses must use it for renewals, but they have to adopt the various standardized business license practices um, cr- provided for by Act 176 in order to start doing so. Right, yes. Um, so Kaylee, can she can talk about that. She helped with that project and the standardization. And it was something like we had to standardize 240 entities within nine, nine months. months or something crazy like that. Yes, uh, that was we split it up. There was a team of 10 of us, I think, and we each took our cities and walked you through the steps you had to go um, past the new model ordinance get on the new license year which is may 1st to april 30th you had to update your NAICS codes to 2017 NAICS codes the north american industry classification system yes Yes. NAICS yes so it gets on my nerves when people say north american industrial classification system (laughs) because sick which was the precursor was the standard industrial classification system Mm -hmm. but NAICS is north american industry classification system so that's that's my little pet peeve that just throw that out there for all of you (laughs) i know none of you care but i care Yes. Um, so and the NAICS, 2017 NAICS, that soon was to be 2022 NAICS, right? Yes. Because and, it updates every five years. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And it's important. That's one of the big things because once we input the NAICS codes into our system, if you're in an old one, it won't exist. So it won't let you put that business in to the renewal center. So we had to do right. that. Right. So some neat things about the renewal center are that we kind of designed it to force you to standardize so what kaylee is saying is like if you try to upload your business license data mm-hmm. and you have a sit code right or a NAICS code that didn't exist in 2017 mm-hmm. it won't let you upload so it forces you to to put in the correct data to one use thing it. that i really like is that it almost forced people to really clean up their data yeah and make sure they had uh tax id numbers for mm-hmm. all their businesses and clean um, NAICS codes. Yeah. I, I really heard helps. from a lot of cities who said that they didn't realize everything that they needed to clean up until they tried to upload their data because it'll tell you, you know, this this zip code doesn't exist. This street doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. This is not an accurate phone number. That, things like that. The zip code doesn't match the city. You know, one thing that uh, we may have not quite said in these words yet is that the purpose of the South Carolina Business License Tax Standardization Act, Act 176, was to make this entire process easier for the businesses who are doing business in multiple taxing jurisdictions around the state and having one place for them 
to renew their licenses was a big part of that. Yeah, that's right. So I was trying not to rehash that because I'm sure people got tired of listening to me and Kaylee and Fran and Scott all talk about standardization for the entirety of 2021. It seemed like every time we turned around, we were saying something about it. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. Um, And I frequently remind cities and counties of that, you know, that the whole intent of Act 176 was to make it easier for businesses. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't know, um, you probably do, but if you don't know, whenever a business logs into the Renewal Center now, any jurisdiction that has said, hey, this business is doing business in our city, it'll pop up and for them and they can renew all of those licenses at one time, make one payment and the system splits the payments to all the cities and they immediately get their money. So mm-hmm. it does make it a lot easier on the businesses. And if they say, Hey, I am actually working in this city too. They can add that city onto their list and renew there as well. Right. That goes back to the whole data upload thing we were talking about. Mm -hmm. So if the city does a master upload of all their license accounts into the software, then when I log in and I enter my tax ID, it'll auto populate every license I have for every city that uploaded, which is what Kaylee's talking about. So, as um, Kaylee, as you mentioned, uh, the the standard license year ends April 30th with the new year beginning May 1st. And, you know, we are now talking in June. So we just recently went through the first cycle of renewals on the new renewal center. So my question for Caitlin uh, on this, and we were just we were just staring at, at the data. How many um, licenses, license renewals have been handled through the new renewal center in this first round? So I can tell you that 4,898 licenses have been approved. And that's just from February until, what is today, June 14th is what today is. Mm -hmm. So that's how many have been approved. That doesn't mean that's how many have been submitted, right? Because there could be various reasons. Businesses log on and say, I'm no longer doing business in your jurisdiction, and then can submit the license to notify the city that way that Mm -hmm. their business closed or they have no contracts in your town anymore, something like that. So potentially, I would say over 5,000. Mm -hmm. submissions but 4,898 have been approved so um what and i you know working down the hall from you i hear all the time about all the things that are going on russell's trying to say that we're allowed we're allowed department most mostly you in particular caitlin yeah that's true (laughs) it's no everyone knows when we're here for sure yeah well i'm at the very end of the hall russell and for anybody to hear me they i have to yell past a closet and a conference room which is now russell's recording studio so thank you for confiscating that because there's no meeting space (laughs) i'm just kidding it's the association so, okay. studio. I have to yell past all of that for anybody to hear me, Russell. We do not believe in picking up the phone very yeah. often. No. Why would I waste my time dialing when I can just yell, <laughs> Kayla? So what uh, what would you say have been the lessons learned in this first round of renewals? I would say the the biggest lesson so far is cleaning up data like we've already talked about, Mm -hmm. just 
you know, these cities are taking whatever is submitted to them and just typing it in their computer. That the beauty of uploading it into their Newell Center is it's running a check against mm-hmm. that a valid zip code list, you know, things like that. So it, help, it helps them clean up their data. Um, I would say uh, just because you've done it a certain way for a long time doesn't mean that's the right way. And this is a chance to learn the proper way, make sure you're complying with the new law. Yeah, because past practices wouldn't necessarily comply with a law that was passed in 2020 and went into effect the beginning of January this year. January 1, 2022. Yes. Yeah. So that's a great point, Kaylee. What's interesting about that is because prior to that, it wasn't standardized. Right? Mm-hmm. Even people who've been doing it for 20 or 30 years are, are learning things now about how they need to do things differently or... We get a lot of questions about, does the law say this? Does the law say that? It still gives cities a good bit of leeway. I mean, it it mainly standardizes, you know, that NAICS are required, Mm -hmm. that the licensure is required when the due date is. But they still have control over the penalty date and the penalty amounts and creating special agreements Mm -hmm. um, with entire industry sectors. Just throw that out there. Not specific businesses. Um, which is another thing. So I I think we've all been, we've all been learning. Like Kaylee did business licensing before she came and so did Fran, who I should say while we're talking about Fran, the poor woman had to have knee surgery and is laid up right now in her bed. So she was supposed to be here, but unfortunately she couldn't make it. So I drug Kaylee in here and forced her to do this with me. Yes. With, so 20 y'all, minutes notice. Yeah, no, it's tw- okay. No, 20 minutes. Yeah. So y'all wouldn't have to listen to me talk to Russell for 30 minutes. Um, it's been good. We've all learned things. Yes, I agree. We have all learned things. Um, I mean, I always like learning, so. Mm-hmm. But it is sometimes a hard pill to swallow to say, to admit, like, okay, I might not have been doing this the best way I could have been. But. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say, too, in terms of the renewal center, we obviously have been testing it for a long time. I started at the association in 2016, and it was already in in talks. And as soon as I came on board, we started development, and then Mm -hmm. we tested it, beta tested it for three years, right, with a few cities before it went live January of this year. Mm -hmm. And even though we did our best to test as much as we possibly could, like, our our developer will tell you I intentionally try to crash things like when they're in test mode he'll say if anybody can break it Caitlin can break it but I'd do that because I'd rather it break and test than break when we pushed it out to 240 entities right isn't that the point of beta testing yeah, is to try is. to crash exactly. it exactly will yeah. you call Keith and tell him that <laughs> like when we were practicing for the upload because we were like okay we're gonna have all these cities they're gonna be uploading their data it's gonna be thousands I think we practiced hundreds of thousands going in at one time. We yeah. wanted to see what would be the number that we knew, like that would crash the system. Yes. Yeah. So we, uh, we all got on the phone and we all time. had like a hundred thousand records that we were trying to upload and we were like, go. And everybody uploaded at the same time and we crashed it. And we did that a couple of times till it worked. Right. We fixed we got, it. Yeah. That's what we like to do. <laughs> Break it and fix it. But I think anybody who's using it will tell you we're very responsive. We do our best to be very responsive. We get things fixed quickly 
I had Connie Standridge in Clemson tell me that she was doing something and she had an error and she just was like, well, it's not urgent. I'll make a note and I'll come back to it later. And she said within five minutes, she got an email and a phone call from Fran saying, we saw this error. It's fixed. Um, So she was really impressed by that. So, um, So thank you. Shout out to Connie. Yes. Whenever we had our test cities, we had several businesses and cities request ACH as an option for payment. So now we offer that. It's not just credit cards anymore. ACH mm-hmm. is uh, the dir- it, direct it, payment. I, I forget yes. exactly how. It- yeah. So it's basically a withdrawal from your bank account to our bank account. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you would go in and you, well, actually the way it works with Stripe is interesting. So you're not going in and typing in your routing code and your account number and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a new system, which actually is is safer. I know it probably makes people think feel like it's not safer because the way it's designed, but what it's doing is when you say, yes, I'm going to do ACH and I'm going to connect my bank account, you type in what the bank is. So Wells Fargo, Bank of America, chase whatever and then it brings you to the screen and you log into your account Mm -hmm. and then it makes micro deposits to confirm you are the account owner you have to come back and put the correct amount so it really cuts down on someone being able to just get your account number and your routing number and Mm -hmm. making payments because it's verifying that you're the owner of that account something we did learn this year though obviously with credit cards there's no limit on transactions but another kind of security check with Stripe is that you have to have four months of transactions before they'll let you increase the transaction limit. Mm-hmm. So I think currently it's it's $10,000 per transaction. And then after four months, you can increase the transaction amount. But that was, that was uh, something we learned. Yeah. And I think there was a per day limit as well. So that was something we had to look at. I think it was per transaction and per week. Okay. And it's two different amounts. I can't remember exactly what the amounts were, but. So that is something we had to learn and just encourage people in the off season. If you didn't already up your limit, go ahead and up it in those four months of like downtime. Mm-hmm. The off season, like it's football. <laughs> I mean, if, you know, obviously if the due date is April 30th, the busiest time of the year is April. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, and especially that last week in April. Right. So you mentioned ongoing learning, and we've also talked about the tremendous amount of work and communication we were doing to get everyone ready in 2021. There is still ongoing learning. There are the virtual sessions happening every month, the business licensing essential sessions. And also, yes, you guys are going on the road to we're going on a tour <laughs> where's anita with the soundboard she'd be like woo, woo. you know a podcast tour no i'm just kidding um yeah we'll be on the road this <laughs> later this summer uh do you want to come and record on site russell on site local <laughs> business license renewal center training training sessions <laughs> yes so uh let's back up every second and talk about the monthly meetings mm-hmm. i personally am excited about those we got a lot of well this year I took over the advisory role on staff for the Business Licensing Officials Association. Mm -hmm. Prior to that, it was Scott Slatton, but Scott's kind of taken on some other duties here. And so everybody's shifting things around. And plus, I think Todd Glover, our executive director, and Eric Buds, the deputy director, felt like it made more sense for all business licensing to reside in one department instead Mm -hmm. of being spread over two or three. Yeah. 
So I am helping Elizabeth Copeland with that. And I use the term help very loosely because Elizabeth is the best and she gets everything done. And she really just comes with like a handful of questions. And I don't know what I would do without her. Well, they do meetings all day, every day. I know. Elizabeth's just the best. So uh, we decided since there had been a lot more requests for ways to earn more credit towards your MBL, especially since they're telling people now that you have to. I've, okay, I see Russell giving me you, the look. You, you know what MBL I was... MBL means master's in business licensing. <laughs> he, as soon as I said MBL, he looked at me like, and that means? I know the look. And, and there is also, prior to that, the ABL. The, Accreditation in business yes. licensing. Yes. So you have to keep those up now. Mm-hmm. They're just not life term, like life... I'm sorry. You have to keep those up now. They're not lifetime long. So we thought, why don't we do something monthly, especially after Act 176 and standardization in the Renewal Center. So Kaylee and Fran and I sat down and kind of came up with a list of topics for each month pertaining to specifically what you should be focusing on that month. Or like problem areas that we hear about a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes people just email us and say, hey, can you talk about this? So sometimes we end up adding things on to the end. We've gotten a lot of really good feedback about that. We're averaging around 50 people every month listening in to our one one hour, one and a half hour session. I think it's going really well. We've already got requests to continue it next year and... We already have a list of ideas for topics. (laughs) So if you have a topic, email me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's going great. We're trying to make the business licensing program more robust. I guess there's a lot of turnover in that mm-hmm. field, yeah. and that we want to give you a lot of options to learn things. And we know that like some of these really tiny towns, it's expensive to go to some of the meetings. Right. So this gives you a free opportunity to still learn about business licensing. All to, yeah, all you have to do is get on your computer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And the, and even if all you do is listen in while you're doing something else, mm-hmm. you know, and they're recorded and on our website afterwards. If you can't do it live, with yeah, us. I was just about to say, and you, that is what Russell. What is our website? It is <laughs> Scott's not here. www.masc.sc. And yes, we have the back catalog of all of the ones we've done so far. Yes. And so if you go there in the keyword box, you just type in business licensing essentials Mm -hmm. and it'll take you right to the page. I asked Russell to say the web address because one time I said it and Scott made fun of me for enunciating. She said (laughs) WWW. That sounds like, uh, what's that pig on? But that's all, folks. What's what? the pig? Parky pig? Yeah, that's what that sounds like. WW. <laughs> no, I said www.masc.sc because I too am a communications major, Russell, and I want to enunciate. We went to the same communication studies program. And, and you Russell can also... wasn't cool enough to know me, so. <laughs> So you can you can find the old ones. You can also find the dates for the upcoming ones. It's it's always on a Wednesday, and yeah, yes, always the second Wednesday of every month at ten ten a.m. Okay, I'm I'm looking at Kaylee because she's the planner over there. The webs the link to the uh, team's call or video is on the website as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, because there's a list of all the meetings out there. Yeah. What so, is what is next month's? Why are you gonna put us on the spot like that? What is next month? It's, July? No. <laughs> I believe it's NAICS codes, the updates. I need okay. to get... Oh, yes, because it's 2022 and it's so time for new NAICS codes. I've got codes. to start yeah. looking at that, honestly. So speaking of that, our plan with that is to take the updates and do a chart to show all of you which ones are going away and which ones are replacing them so you don't have to do all the legwork yourself. Mm. So we want to try... 
if you have any ideas for how we can make things easier, faster, Kaylee and I both came from small towns. Fran came from a small town. We are behind you 100%. We just want to... We know you're a one-man show. We've been there. Yeah, we want to help you. So, the Local Business License Renewal Center trainings. Going on the road. Oh, yeah. We are going to pop up in... (laughs) What is it I've been saying? Coming to a cog near you. Yes, we will be in every single cog. (laughs) (laughs) We have. We've planned 10 meetings. Is is it... I remember you're, there's one where you're going to hit, I think, Clemson in the morning and Greenwood in the afternoon. <laughs> yes. yes. We're doing a lot of those. We're yeah. doing like York in the morning and Camden in the afternoon. Surfside Florence, Beach in the morning, Florence in the afternoon. Yeah, something like that. So you're really going to be stuff. moving on those days. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're doing a cross-state tour for sure. Watch out. Starting in July, I believe our first one is... July 19th, and it's in Clemson. Yes, and Greenwood's that afternoon. You do need to register, and we will have those registration links posted soon. It's already on the calendar, though, so you can go ahead and look up which one will be near you. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we did them by COG so that you would have a chance to come to one near you, but if it doesn't work and... You want to come to a different one? Come to a different one. You are not limited to your council of government. Yeah. yeah. We just wanted to get as close to you as we could to make it easier on yeah. you. But. Or if you're trying to miss an entire day of dealing with citizens, <laughs> if you're jump in, in your car, drive down to Hanahan and Hardyville, wherever. Yeah, and go back. I, I understand that too. So there are those who are already using the renewal center and those who are not yet using it that's right so for those who are not yet using it what do they need to know right now going forward and getting set up and compliant with everything in act 176 so there are six steps for setup The good news is once you do it, it rolls over year to year. Mm -hmm. So all of our cities and counties who did set up this year will not have to do set up again next year unless they decide to change their penalties or their rates or which needs to be done by ordinance. FYI, throwing that out there. Um, (laughs) The only thing that they would need to do every year is upload their data again if they Mm -hmm. want to do that. So let me see if I can remember the six steps Russell's putting me on the spot. Set up your Stripe account, which is the payment processor that we use for the Renewal Center. Mm -hmm. You have to set up that account because no money flows through the association. So unlike our other programs where we collect the business license taxes for telecom and insurance and brokers Mm -hmm. and disperse them, these funds go directly to the cities and are deposited directly into their bank accounts. So Stripe account. Mm -hmm. Upload data, if, if that's something you want to do. It certainly makes it easier for the business. It also makes it easier for you because you know that... The data you're getting is accurate. It matches your records versus them typing it in and transposing something and, you know, uh, update your signatures and your images on your business license. Mm -hmm. So the Renewal Center, you like how I haven't said portal yet? I thought it in my head, Russell. (laughs) The Renewal Center, once approved by the city or county, sends the license to the business, but Mm -hmm. not until it's approved. The other thing is manage NAICS codes, manage rates, manage penalties. Mm-hmm. Is that it? I got all six. I think that's it. Yeah. So if you want to be, if you are getting ready to go for the cycle next year in 2023, what time do you absolutely have to have these wheels rolling? Our world tour ends. Um, 
Yes. In August. State South, tour. South, South, State <laughs> tour. South Carolina is the world, Russell. <laughs> the, I think our last one's like August 20-something. Yeah. So right after that, then early September, mid to mid-September, Fran's going to start sending emails and making phone calls saying, hey, we're opening up our test environment. We open up our test environment first mm-hmm. to let the cities and counties practice their uploads, see what errors they get, like we were talking about, correct all of those. That way, when we go live January 1 and they log in, all they have to do is just upload everything and, and be done. Mm-hmm. So uh, that'll happen September, October. Fran will send you, if you're new, the the, the data file of the format you'll need. Um, we are going to be on 2022 NAICS code, so we'll let you yep. know next month at Business License Essentials what updates you'll need to make for those. So you'll have to make sure you have all your NAICS codes updated and ready to go. Yeah. So Kaylee saying that reminded me the law, Act 176, also says that your class schedule has to be updated every two years now mm-hmm. based on IRS profitability data. The association does all of that for you as well. So that at this fall, we'll send out the 2022 North American Industry Classification System updates. Next fall, you'll still be on 2022 NAICS because they only change every five years, mm-hmm. but we'll be sending out a new class schedule. There's oh. always something to do. Yes. Before this is all over, I'm going to be qualified to administer business licenses. I've I learned know. so <laughs> much about business licenses. Russell told me he wants an honorary ABL. Why don't you sit for the test? There's another one in August. See how you do. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there any math on the test? Yes. Very little. <laughs> There's Only math. like three questions. Yeah. Can you calculate a business license tax by hand, Russell? Kaylee and I will school you up. <laughs> I have faith in you. You can do it. I can do multiplication and division, so yeah. Right, that's good. Yeah. You can you can calculate percentages by hand and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Watch out, Russell Cox, ABL honorary ABL Hon- honorary ABL. Hey, if he passes the exam, that's, that's legit. A real one. That's true. <laughs> so that covers everything I had on my list. But and so while we have local revenue services here. Any any final thoughts on these or other matters? Something I say a lot is I get phone calls from people who say, oh, I'm sorry, I, I know y'all are busy. I hate to bother you with this. Or some people say this might be a dumb question. But my response to all of that is I would rather you ask before you do something than do something that you're unsure about and mm-hmm. then call. And us try to figure out how to fix it, you know? So if you don't know, call, email. We're here to serve you. We even have fax lines here, people. So. (laughs) And if we don't know the answer, we promise we will find it out. Well, absolutely. Ask above our heads. There's been a lot of research going on in the last year. And I mean, I have no shame in saying, I don't know, but I'll get back to you. It's a sign of wisdom, Caitlin. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> a sign of wisdom or stupidity. I don't know. <laughs> Either one. Or just what does it mean? Like I have no. Uh, what's this? What, you know what I'm like? I'm. What's the saying when you think highly of yourself? I have none of that. What is that? <laughs> I don't think highly of myself. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> in a, no, in a good way. In a good way. You you're confident, but like you're I'm not confident. A- I don't know the answer. <laughs> So, yes, www.masc.sc, and the keyword is business licensing. 
That's right. So you can get access to the the local business license renewal center should pop up. Mm-hmm. The business license essential stuff should pop up. BLOA, if you're not a member of Business Licensing Officials Association, Russell's eyeing me again because I'm using acronyms. This please, is an acronym-free zone. Please, <laughs> please join BLOA. That gets you access to the listserv where you can mm-hmm. post your questions on there. It is not uncommon for us to say, we don't know. Why don't you put it on the listserv and ask everybody else what they're doing? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, reach out to us. Um, we're here to help you. If you feel overwhelmed and you're just confused on how to calculate something, we have ways we can help you with that. We have spreadsheets. So don't be ashamed to reach out. Yes. Awesome. Well, Caitlin, Kaylee, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for putting up with us. (laughs) The City Quick Connect podcast is one of several ways the Municipal Association keeps you informed of the opportunities and issues impacting South Carolina cities and towns. Learn more at www.masc.sc and stay up to date with the association's latest happenings on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.